And that's how you know it's the New Music Podcast. <laughs> here with your two regular jackoffs from upstate New York. My name is Pat. And my name is Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, it just gets better every week. Thank every you. Week. I try. I try to be as hurt as possible <laughs> for the intro. Our, uh, our guest this week is the world's foamiest beer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, rated five stars on iTunes by 10 Dick Turtle. He says uh, we make uh, his commute to work better every day. So, so shout out to 10 Dick Turtle. So first of all, <laughs> I don't know. What you're, don't don't fucking say it. Don't fucking say it. <laughs> now, I ha- now they already know. <laughs> don't fucking say it. That's you. <laughs> But that's okay. So my newest hobby lately has been driving throughout Troy with my speakers as loud as I can get them playing the podcast. So that way somebody's (laughs) listening. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Last week was great. We had uh, an awesome conversation with Andrew Patterson. Um, If you haven't checked that shit out, go check it out. That was a lot of fun, a lot of good laughs. More interviews to come. Um, gonna keep them uh, sort of low key. We got a couple lined up, but there are we do. There are more interviews as you all keep asking for them. <clears throat> you all keep asking for them. Um, <laughs> um, so how how have things been, Kyle? We haven't really kind of like last week. We haven't really been yeah, no, we haven't touched very much lately. Well, because the reason why is because you work at Starbucks now, so you like don't talk anymore. <laughs> because usually you start the conversation. Yeah, because before uh, before actually no, I actually we actually talked once this week, and it was about the the fucking car that I saw at my parking oh, lot. Oh, yo, let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a half minute. First of all, as everybody knows, I work at Walmart. Um, I just got off of this terrible fucking shift, and I'm walking to my car, and I park pretty much at the end of the parking lot. So I'm walking, walking, and fucking, I see a vehicle that has fake taxi with Pornhub. (laughs) And I'm like... What? <laughs> I read this and I was just like, "No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't." I, I, only me, dude. Like, I find the stupidest and the most craziest shit happens to me, no matter what. I can't fucking seem to figure it out, dude. I, I don't know either. What kind of car was it, though? It was like a fucking. Oh my god, I think it was like a... Oh my god, what the fuck was it? I know it was blue. It was an SUV. <laughs> it was a blue oh SUV. My god. Of course it was a blue... Was it like a really old, rusty blue SUV? No, it wasn't an old... I mean, it was old, but it wasn't rusty. I think it was like at least 2008-2009 model of a Dodge, I guess. But for damn sure, it's not the one that they use in the videos. I don't know. You never know. <laughs> you never know. You only get the inside view of the car, so. Fair enough. Uh, so, 
Tell them about how you uh, how you hopped in and you waited. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wish. Um. Uh, guy hops in the car. He looks back there. He's like, "Are are you trying to get fucked? Are you trying to get fucked today? What do you want some dick? Please, sir. I want some more. Please, sir. I want some dick. I want some whores. Facts." <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. We other than that, we haven't really caught up with each other because we, th- our jobs are kicking our ass. Okay. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Our jobs are fucking kicking our asses. So if we don't seem enthused, this—that's why. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And. On top of that, like, I'm still, like, a crazy insomniac where, like, I probably only get a handful of hours of sleep a night. Um, and, like, the nap that my son gets in the morning is, like, the bulk of my sleep. So that means I do a lot of my sleeping on the couch now. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So you want to get into the news, man? Sure. We it's- can get right into the news. Oh, man. It's a great news week. I mean, honestly, I will cover this real quick. Corey Taylor got married the other day, so shout out oh, well, to Corey. Let's give him a quick one of these. A um, and a congratulations! But you know that people in the back were yelling "Cherry Bomb" because isn't she from <laughs> Cherry Bomb? <laughs> I can't remember. I honestly can't remember. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm like. Ninety percent sure that she's that she's from Cherry Bomb. Um, yeah. Uh, founder and singer Alicia Dove. Uh, apparently the couple got engaged back in April. I'm surprised that wasn't like a bigger deal. But it's the metal community. We're not big on gossip, so yeah. There's yes that. and no. Yes and no. <laughs> it depends on what type of gossip. Because our gossip is a little bit different. It's more like, hey, you stole my riff, motherfucker. Hey, you stole my riff. Hey, you kicked this guy in the face. Hey, you did this. Like, hey, you got stabbed. Shit, I got stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What the metal? What we think the metal community would be like, but really, it'd be like, I got fucking stabbed. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, speaking of fuck me, Suicide Silence has a new album coming out. It's confirmed. Looking like that's going to be coming out around twenty twenty. Uh, I actually didn't listen to their uh, not not this album coming, but I didn't listen to their newest album. Not gonna lie. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. <laughs> Yo, all right. First of all, people need to lay off because that was like literally like two seconds of the fucking album. Um, but with that said, if you like the idea of Suicide Silence meets Deftones, there you have it. They're self-titled. Um, it's just, you know, not everybody wanted a Deathcore meets Deftones album, especially yeah. not from them. Especially not from them. It wasn't yeah, especially bad. It's from just them. Especially from Suicide Silence. <laughs> it wasn't a bad record. It's just that it's not a Suicide Silence record. Like if it was any, 
if they had just put that out under a different name, it would have been fine. Like, you know, um, Suicide Shall Perish or something. Like, if they had just <laughs> took it and ran with it. Yeah, fuck it. Um, I mean, I'm, I didn't listen to the first album. I mean, I bits and pieces I listened to it, but I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent about the whole coming out in 2020 with a new album. I'm hoping it's fucking good because they need a big fucking comeback after that last album. <laughs> and the thing is, is like everybody has a different opinion about what they want from this fucking oh, record. Yeah. So it seems to me like the best move that they can make is just is as much as I fucking hate saying it, but please to please their please the listeners just do what they want. I know that yeah. sounds like the biggest fucking cop out, but like it just seems like no matter what they do, they're not going to satisfy everybody anyways. No. So they have to find like that middle ground in a way where it still sounds like the old stuff, but it's what they want to do. I think they just need to take what they did with the last record and make it a little bit more death metal. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, so let's see here. Um, after revealing that Mark Hellman uh, is back in the band and that new music will be coming out soon, the group has confirmed that they have completed the next studio album. So it's it's done. It's done. They're just waiting to release it. Um, I mean, if it's done, just fucking release it at this point. Like, no, I mean, they're going to pull a Slipknot and get all the fucking hype. All yeah. the fuck. Come on. The, this is the meme they post. New album in the back. <laughs> this is the meme they post. Like, what the fuck, dude? I don't know. Um, it's so, fucking, like, like, if they were, like, oh my god, like, they didn't even, like, say anything until, like, hey, by the way, we're done. We're not gonna release it for another, like, <laughs> uh, so it's so done. Much. It's coming out in 2020. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> Just okay. fucking release it. Half of your fucking fans fucking hate you just fucking just fucking release it yo some of these comments are fucking savage as shit though i swear to god if you guys go down to it go down to deftones approach again i swear to god i'm done with you guys <laughs> <laughs> i like the one where it was like i had a dream where mitch said no <laughs> i had a dream <laughs> i had a dream where mitch said no <laughs> <laughs> and mitch told me no <laughs> or no it wasn't no i think it was like stop it i think it was stop it stop, stop why it. the fuck are people tagging jared dines in this well like, because he made the tee meme that's fucking why this better be deathcore or i quit <laughs> bro it has been a minute when did that fucking album come out that self-title came out in what, like 2016? Or uh, I can't remember. 2017. All right, the new album will be the band's first since their self-titled 2017 album. This marks the band's third released uh, third release with the singer Eddie Hermida, who joined after the tragic death of Mitch. Uh, <sighs> yeah, that was my body saying rip. <clears throat> um. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's I, fucking ripped, dude. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel. I mean, 
I want to. I'm hoping it's because I haven't listened to Suicide Silence since that last record. But uh, you you just said that you didn't listen to that fucking record. I said bits and pieces of that record. That's mm-hmm. what I should have said. There you go. There's now the truth is coming out. I, well, I already said I listened to bits and pieces of the record. But it looks like the fucking guy that's producing it is the same guy that did Sepultra and the Dillinger Escape Plan. But he also it's they also recorded the Black Crown and You Can't Stop Me with um, Steve Evitz. Um, so, I mean, if that says anything about what to expect from the sound, I think we can expect that it's going to sound a little bit more like the Black Crown. Yeah. Um, but that's just speculation, of course. Um, so what else we got this week? Um, well, that meme that we posted or that thing that we were talking about, uh, the the Trump Trump meme, let's uh, follow up on that. Uh, Trump tweet gooses Nickelback sales. Um, first of all, gooses, gooses, like, when I think of gooses, that means like, oh, it like dropped, but you can't yeah. drop that anymore. I'm thinking <laughs> like can't... goose egg, you know, like, yeah. like nothing. Yeah. Fucking... But apparently before you even, before you even click on the album, Trump tweets gooses Nickelback sales. So what, what you honestly think is, oh, the sales dropped, but. Who the fuck was buying Nickelback anyway? Right. <laughs> right. Who the fuck was buying Nickelback anyway? But apparently, digital download sales, before you even click on the fucking article, digital download sales of Photograph on October 2nd to 3rd through the 3rd were up 569% billboard reports. That's insane. My biggest cri- uh, criticism on that really, really is you're going to let Trump skyrocket your sales. You're going to let Trump make you that money. <laughs> like, oh God. And then to top it all off, you know, he's sitting in his in his goddamn chair looking at you going, you're welcome, Nickelback. <laughs> You're welcome, Nickelback. This is the greatest band I've ever experienced. You should just listen to it. Look at this photograph. It's like the top notch of the metal industry. They're like the greatest band. Just like my, well, China, China, China. All right. All right, I'm done. All right, I'm done. That's uh, that's this week in politics. Um. <laughs> Please impeach me. I'm a fucking retard. Anyway, (laughs) well, the only other thing I've got to add to that is that um, Queen has made it official that they they can't use um, that Trump cannot use his song "We Will Rock You." So (laughs) it's just another song to add to the list that Trump can't use. Facts, but um, all right, let's actually get into this article. Uh, Donald Trump has anti okay. Oh boy. Touch. Words. That's a fucking word. <laughs> Midas. <laughs> Anti-Midas, I believe. Touch. Everything he grazes turns to shit. <laughs> oh. That so was it's... the first, first 
<laughs> fucking sentence. I love trust it. The lightest touch. Don't trust, trust the truck touch. Don't trust it. <laughs> All right. Case in point. <laughs> Last week, the big orange idiot <laughs> used the way past its expiration date meme based around Nickelback's photograph to take shots at Joe and Hunter Biden. Unwriting participants in the latest Trump scandal slash bout of complete fucking insanity, fuck or complete fucking insanity, and even through Trump's tweet was removed from Twitter after labeling owning the track. WMG submitted a copyright claim, which we went over uh, last or a couple weeks, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the damage was already done, or copyright claim. The damage was already done, not to Biden's reputation, but our culture at large. Oh yeah, Damn. that's a big fact. That's a big fucking yeah. fact. Yeah. Billboard reports the sales and streams of photograph went straight through the fucking roof after Trump's tweet. That's fucking crazy. I mean, that's I just want to hear what Nickelback has. I, what, Chad, Chad, tell me what you're thinking. Yeah, come on, know. Chad. Come on, Chad. All right, so up. here we Say go. Something. Say something. All right, here we go. I'm calling it right now. There's going to be a major reevaluation of Nickelback's work in the coming years. And this is going to be part of causes that to happen. Chad, whatever the fuck your last name is, Chad, get a new fucking last name. Uh, Yeah, Chad Nickelback. There we go. Already has Devin Townsend's endorsement. Which gives him some cred for a change. And after the Trump tweet, Nirvana's Chris No Wow, okay. Um, came out in support of the band too, as did Wage Wars Britain Bond. Wow. Um What did Wage War say about Nickelback? I don't know. I'm about to learn you we about to learn real quick. All but right. uh Chris Novak, this is his tweak. Tweet, I should say tweak. <laughs> it's a fucking tweak. Tweet. Tweak. Tweaking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, tweeted, and I quote, Who is this jerk? Nickelback is a power pop rock <laughs> power pop rock band, and I oh love them. God. I am so sorry for your loss. They're Canadian, by the way. The USA can work well because the uneasy marriage between socialism and capitalism here. There is a push and pull, so be wary of those on fringe advocating one way or another. Okay. That's a big fucking claim trying to say I love Nickelback. That's besides the point. Um, <laughs> so, so, in, so in 20 years, when the human race is dying from climate change, yet people are still listening to Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that Donald Trump is to blame for both tragedies. Oh, oh my fuck God. Me, man. All right. Actually, there is no tweet from Wage War. And I'm kind of. Eh, I'll forgive him for that. Yeah, me too. But yeah, that's what that's what's going on here. I got I got to kind of let them off with a warning because they didn't exactly like wow me with the album that they dropped this year. Yeah, their last good album was like 
I don't know, the one that was like, yeah, the one yeah, that the I, I don't. Uh, I, I can't remember. I can't remember. Whichever one stitches on. I That's thought it was Young Blood. I, I believe it was like. Like th- there's a song called Young Blood, and I can't remember what album that's on, but that's one of the the best albums they ever put out. <sighs> but yeah, let, that was the follow up on the Nickelback Trump meme, or Nickelback meme that Trump made. <laughs> this concludes the follow up on Trump and Nickelback. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Here. Look at this photograph. Look at this photograph. <laughs> there it is. Oh, man. Ah, moving on. Yeah, so, more, please. <laughs> I know, right? I'm ready to just be done with Trump and Nickelback at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny for now, but I'm... I'm Jesus Christ. Um, but, the I mean, that article was pretty savage, which I loved. I mean, honestly. Oh, yeah. Savage um, against both of them. Gotta give them that. So, I think we're gonna redirect our hate to Machine Head now. So... What is going on? (laughs) You wanna know what's going on with Machine Head? I would love to know what's going on. Alright, so Machine Head drops a song Do or Die. Alright? And... Loudwire puts out an article saying Machine Head's new song claims there's no metal band ain't influenced. First of all, English. English, yeah. (laughs) First of all, I think I missed a word in there. I missed a word in there. Hold on. My dyslexia really kicked in pretty hard there. Machine Head's (laughs) new song claims there's no metal song they ain't influenced. Okay, that's better. (laughs) Sometimes that one word makes all the difference. Yeah. But, yeah, so, um, uh, cocky much? Um, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that kind of cockiness is deserved for anybody. Not no. even Metallica has earned that. But, um, all right, so Machine Head have released a music video for Do or Die, their first new song since frontman Rob Flynn was tasked with assembling a new lineup following the simultaneous departures of Phil Demel and drummer David Dave McLean. Oh my god. <laughs> I need I need that diehard joke right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> um the track sparks instant comparisons to Machine Head's classic material and is loaded with lyrical venom from Flynn who's who discharges gravely? Who discharges gravely? Barks and rapid fire new metal styled rhythms. I I didn't get any new metal vibes out of this. I honestly, when I listened to it, all I heard was nineties. I thought nineties I mean, metal, which is, which is not a bad thing, but no, <laughs> no, no. Um, it's thrashingly blunt and even contains a surprising hyper melodic guitar run. After the bruising midsection breakdown. So it does sound like if a 90s band, if a late 90s, early 2000s band were to try to write a hardcore, like a metalcore song now. That's that's really what I got out of it when I listened to it. Okay. Um, But what's been sparking the controversy with (laughs) with the band 
is I don't give is the lyrics. I don't give a fuck about your haters and your hate. You assholes better duck. I'm coming swinging out the gate. There's no, there's not a metal band I ain't influenced. Now I'm calling out the Judas. Every band's the fucking same. What the fuck is this rap? <laughs> well, the way I rap? said it sounds like rap. Well, the yeah, way I but, said it sounds like rap. But, but no, the way like he's saying the, it, it didn't way, sound like that. Well, yeah, but still, it's like what what are we what are we rap now? What what are we the rap industry calling out other fucking people saying that you're the I best? Know. And come on, calling out the Judas. Like, I mean, come on. You you and Judas Priest need to first of all take a fucking chill pill. Second of all. You guys are going into the hall, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at the same time. So like, chill the fuck out. <laughs> right. You're. I don't see why now of all times is why you need to decide to you know start firing shots like that. Oh, that's a fact. It's like, come on, yo. Like, grow up. Um. So that's the Loudwire article. Now, I have a Lamgo article saying that the, me- the machine head frontman Rob Flynn slams critics of the new song. <laughs> Fucking ready for this? <laughs> as ready as I'll ever be, Pat Daddy. Let's go. All right. This past Friday, October 11th, Machine Head released a brand new song, Do or Die, blah, blah, blah. Generally speaking, the reaction seems to be uh, mixed with many... Uh, respectful of the music, but dismissive of its lyrics and descriptions such as cringeworthy and juvenile abound. Okay, I think that's well-deserved. Uh, after yeah. that song, I think that's well-deserved. Um, all right. To be fair, I was among those not... Okay, yeah, I don't... I know... Yeah, that's basically what I just said. All right, so the, the Lambgoat post that they screenshotted here on Twitter that they did says, actual lyrics in new Machine Head song... How many bands I gotta bury? Say a say a prayer to Mother Mary. Welcome to the slaughterhouse. I hear you fuckers talk, talk, talk. I'll bless your body with some chalk, chalk, chalk. Oh my god, they really do think they're metal or uh, rapping. Oh my um, god, that's what I I'm said. I'm one dude. in a billion, a fucking chameleon. Step into the terror dome. I just, and you know what? I wasn't the only one who fucking heard that reference. All right, because there's a point in the song where he says, "Die, motherfucker, die," and that that is it's so close to the way that uh, the band Dope says, "Die, motherfucker, die," in their 2001 song, "Die, motherfucker, die." So Lamgo agreed with me on that. I was actually going to make that comment later. Yeah, um, and I was thinking of like, there's so many reference to other bands too that when you when you read that, there was like, oh my god. I thought of another band immediately, too, and I can't remember what the fuck it was. Well, when you do, speak up, man. Um, all right, so here's here's what they said, all right? To all the bitch-ass troll motherfuckers who keep whining and menstruating about how Do or Die has lyrics from the band Dope, here's a little fucking reminder for your moronic <laughs> new metal brains since 1993 in our song Fuck At All. I've been saying, come on, motherfucker, come on, in the middle breakdown. Here's a video of me in 1995 saying it at Dynamo. It was a good seven years before Dope's 2001 Die, Motherfucker, Die came out, you fucking sausage gobblers. All right, so he's... he's. 
all right, juvenile is definitely a very good word for the to explain exactly the type of language he's using because this yeah. sounds like a high school kid. Actually, it sounds like that like middle school kid who just learned what certain phrases are and he's just testing them out to see if they sound <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. This is this is fucking weak. Like I'm I agree with him to the extent that like saying that the phrase die motherfucker die was exclusively something that dope did. Yeah. It's not. They're they're not gonna I mean fucking there's there's a long list of bands that have used the, the phrase die motherfucker Facts. die. So saying that that credit goes to dope is kind of fucking weak. All right. Next he goes on to say, not to mention that any fucking band on the planet saying die motherfucker die in any combination, and that goes for Coal Chamber, Five Finger Death Punch, Dope, and yes, Machine Head, are jacking it from 1984's hip-hop classic, The Roof is on Fire. Yeah. That's a good fucking point. That's a good fucking point. That's a big point. I don't know what you're talking about. That's a big-ass point. There's so many bands, plus Falling in Reverse did it on drugs. Slipknot. Uh, Corey Taylor that featured on it. It was uh, as soon as he, as soon as he came on, it was the chainsaw noise you hear. Oh fuck! And then you heard, die motherfucker, die motherfucker, die! And then the breakdown hit. Yeah, it's not that uncommon to hear die motherfucker die. <laughs> right. I definitely get where Rob is coming from on that. While I disagree with the way he's going about it. I, who am I to really criticize? I mean, yeah, I don't have yes. nearly the fucking following that this guy does. Yeah. And if I we, hear we one... Both combined don't, but that's... Yeah. Right, we don't even have, like, a fraction of the, uh, the fucking press that this guy has. I mean, he's fucking going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Alright, he goes on to say, and if I hear one more motherfucking t- internet twat hole moaning about cringeworthy lyrics... While they sit in front of their computer stroking their little fucking boners to the lyrical genius of fucking baby metal, eat a bowl of cock. How old is this person? (laughs) That's just cringeworthy in itself. (laughs) Like, come on, how fucking old are you? Jesus Christ, I didn't expect that out of a fucking 13-year-old. Grow up. Are you ready for this? Because I don't think you're ready to hear how fucking old this guy is. Oh, God. He's fucking 52. <laughs> if I heard he a sounds... 52-year-old man talking like this, I... I uh, swear to you, I'd just walk away. I'd just walk away. Like... Nobody wants to hear that. No, it's it sounds like an old H-E-D-P-E fucking song. Like, <laughs> legit. If you, if you know... I mean, that's no, straight that's up new fact. metal, though. That's straight up new metal, though. Yeah. <sighs> and just just you wait, all right? He's not done yet. He's not oh, done Jesus yet. It, it keeps going. Because of the second Pantera's walk... Hold on. Because the second Pantera's walk comes on with such lyrical Edgar Allan Poe-esque uh, masterpiece as... Run your mouth when I'm not around, it's easy to achieve, and walk on homeboy. Or Lamb of Gods, this is a motherfucking invitation. These same fucking brain donors run right out onto the dance floor and start headbanging. And rightly so. 
P.S. Who the fuck listens to dope? Wow. Okay. Um, That last paragraph was probably the most cringeworthy part of it because it had nothing to do with nothing. Like it was, (laughs) he was reaching for more shit to talk about. I feel like at that point, um, and more names to drop because that's really what he did right there was he just dropped more names. All right, cool. Full story, bro. That's, that's great, man. Um, Uh, I know we're both at a fucking loss for words. I don't know. I don't know about that one. All I all I have to say is, um, at your fucking age, um. <laughs> now here's the thing, though. I mean, to a certain degree, you gotta kind of expect internet trolls when you write music, and you have the kind of oh, following that Machine Head has. That's a fact. In fact, because, like, I was listening to this on the way here, all right, and I tell Jen, I was like, he just said, die, motherfucker, die, kind of like kind of like they did on the Dope song. And then she looks at me and she goes, yeah, because a million other bands haven't fucking done the same thing. <laughs> I love your wife. Honestly, like, yes. She, Because I was going to say that when I, when I heard the fucking song, it's just... That that if that's the worst criticism that the song fucking has, then chill out. Wait for the rest of the yeah. record to come out before you form a, a fucking opinion. Not to mention, like I was going on to say before, you gotta expect the internet trolls, though, Rob. Like, you gotta well, expect yeah. that. How long have you been in this game? <laughs> like, how long? Come Always on. fifty-two. If that gives you any fucking indication, he was born in nineteen sixty-seven. He, he doesn't fucking act like it, obviously. He acts like he just started in the fucking game. It looks like he just started in the game. Like, come on. Fucking grow up. I know. And I will answer your question, though, Rob. I still listen to Dope every so often. Um, Honestly, Dope is fucking dope. (laughs) Not gonna lie. They're assholes in some ways, but, like, I I still fuck with their music. Like, and and the thing is, like, they have a way of still staying modern. Whereas, sorry, Machine Head, you still sound like you 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 still sound like you came out of the '90s or at least the early 2000s. So, yeah. I think that's really all I've got on that topic. Yeah, I think that, that concludes was, uh, the news. Yeah, it's a short week. Honestly, it's a yeah. short fucking like. There's not really any news, really. So no. we're gonna take a quick break. Because your boy got to pee real bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll be right back, guys. Bye. What's up, listeners? This is the New Music Podcast. This is the part of the show where we tell you guys how sick you are. I'm going to take a really quick shit. So your feedback allows us to improve ourselves as we keep this show going. So whether you love us or hate us, you can call us at any time at 518-360-1134. Again, that's 518-360-1134. And if you're an artist or you know an artist that you want to talk about on the show, just shoot us an email at thenewmusicpodcast@gmail.com. And don't forget, guys, we also have the Instagram and Facebook group where we post lots of daily content. Just remember, we're three regular jackoffs from upstate New York. We don't bite that hard. So feel free to shoot us a message with anything you got.
And we're back. <laughs> uh, so if uh, if you just had a heart attack, I do apologize. Um, yeah, we're uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about one more piece of news because Kyle ain't got shit for releases to talk about this week. I don't. I really don't. Um, yeah, but um, if you haven't known, but uh, Disturb wants to do the national anthem. Um, for the Super Bowl. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love. I have a very soft spot. For I have a soft spot for disturb. <laughs> I do. Sorry, that was like that was just a cow moving through here. I I apologize. You might hear oh, it one more time. Yourself. Kill yourself. Kill yourself. Um. <laughs> but um, we we were just talking about it uh on the break. But um, wouldn't you want like I get you want to sing the national anthem. Okay, we get it. Wouldn't you want to be on the fucking halftime show? Like, I mean, most like performers with the caliber that you know Disturbed has would probably be aiming for something more like the halftime show. Oh yeah, but the thing is, is you know, I think the heaviest band that's ever been on the halftime show was Metallica. Like, <laughs> yeah, they usually fact. book artists like, um, <laughs> you know, like Maroon Five kind of shit. More of the poppy. Oh, absolutely. Poppy country Yo, vibe. Poppy should get on a halftime show. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a petition about that. That shit would be fucking crazy. <laughs> if they don't ha- if, if they didn't have SpongeBob, why the fuck would they have anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is is whatever song winds up getting performed, it's still gonna be made into that meme. Oh yeah. It's still gonna get done. Jesus fuck, man. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and I'm going to be honest. I don't want to hear him sing it. I don't want to hear him sing the national anthem. Not, but that, I know not the national anthem. No, not, not that. I'm sorry. No. And he's probably just going to be pissed off and yell at people for having their phones out anyway. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. So he'll stop. He'll stop halfway through performing. And be like, hey, hey, put your fucking phones down. So I'm like, like yeah. some 50-year-old man. But let's move on. Let's move on to the new releases. Some of you have probably already heard the new Signs of the Swarm. Me, personally, I was hella stoked on it. It wasn't a complete letdown, but it wasn't a complete, like, fuck yes, like, album of the year type shit. For me... The best I can give it is a fucking 7 out of 10. Despite how many good fucking songs are on it, there's just too many where I feel like the producer didn't give a shit about it. That's a rip. (laughs) It really is because it's such a lost opportunity. I feel like... um, I feel like they didn't have their vocalist... This is just speculation, of course. Um, I feel like they didn't have a vocalist lined up until, like, last minute... Or, like, they had all the songs done before they had the new vocalist um, added on, and then they just tried to rush his vocals in. Gotcha. Now, I don't want to diss his vocals at all. At all. He's a damn good vocalist, and I couldn't even fathom how he does some of the sounds that he makes. Right. But my biggest critique, um, especially with um, one song in particular... I just feel like there was way too much gain, way too much distortion, 
on especially the lows, but you can hear it sometimes in the highs where it kind of has that like uh, like fuzz. It just, That's a rip. And <laughs> That's it's a subtle. Rip. The, the sad part is, is that it's so subtle, but it stands out just loud enough where you can hear it. And it, you can't unhear it once you've heard it. So I, with all due respect, because I respect the band as much as I do, I have to give them at least a 7 out of 10. I can't give them any more. I can't. I can't. But I got to say, that fucking song they did with Tom Barber was beautiful. Motherfucking beautiful. Um, I think, let me, let me do a quick, quick, uh, fuck you, I don't care about that. Um, quick search. <laughs> um, it was Tempting Death. Tempting Death. I did a reaction to that on YouTube, and I damn near soaked my panties. Because I enjoyed that song so much. So. <laughs> I have that much to say about it. But Celestial Ascendance is the song that I'm talking about in particular. And it's about a minute and 40 seconds in. Where it kind of just sounds like he, he just kind of gurgles some shit before a breakdown. Even though it it just, I don't know, it was kind of disappointing. Um, it was a real turn off for me with that song. Uh, but seriously, the rest of the record is fucking beautiful. Slap that shit from front to back if that's what you're into. Absolutely for fans of like slamming deathcore type shit. <sighs> all right, on to the on to the next one because this is gonna be pretty much all me for a little while. Yeah, fucking Kyle. <laughs> Baby Metal came out with something, even though we don't care. <laughs> I think there's a reason why we don't talk about Baby Metal on the show. Because uh, <laughs> we, uh, we tend to talk about bands we want to support or that we feel don't get the recognition they deserve. Yeah. I do feel like baby metal gets a little overhyped sometimes. Um, oh, but yeah. Not that I got anything bad to say about them. They, they're cool for what they are. I just, I can't dig it. It's just not for me. Yeah, it's, it's definitely different, but it's, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely respect them. Just, you know, I don't feel like I need to plug them. Uh, fuck man so i i definitely i just realized right before uh while we were on the break i was looking through um the releases i was going to talk about and i realized i slept on that new norma jean and i've slept on it for almost two weeks now so i will talk about that next week that is that is a promise um ginger ginger is a great band and i've talked about this band on the show before they're a band that does kind of get overhyped from time to time. Um, and I don't want to talk shit about this song on the top. But I, it, it's kind of weak. Um, I feel like they recycled the chorus, like the, the melody for, the, for yep. the singing in the chorus. So it didn't excite me, but the rest of the song was pretty cool. Um, that's really all I've got for that song. We talked oh, really in depth about Machine Head, so I guess we can't really say anything more about that new Machine Head song. Yeah, I mean, you can, a, you guys can check it out. I mean, check it out, see what, see what's going on. Absolutely. If you haven't heard, it. absolutely. Tell us, tell us what you think about it. Send us an email. I'm all for that shit. What I really want to see is that fucking Cattle Decapitation album. I want that to drop now. Same. <laughs> I kind of want it to. As much, like, don't disappoint me. 
Cattle Decapitation, please. Don't don't fucking disappoint me. Because I've liked the past songs that they came out with. Please don't disappoint me. Um, I think last week I said I was going to talk about Nile, And I, I want to say that was last week I said I was going to talk about it. And I thought it was a full release, but it was really only two songs. Those two songs are pretty fucking heavy. They're fucking bangers. And I, I guess I'm somewhat discovering the band Nile because I hadn't really heard of them before. But if you're a fan of death metal with heavy Egyptian influences, and I'm talking not like sound-wise, I mean lyrically, then Nile is going to be your shit. They, I love me some Egyptian things. I love I a lot love. of like heavy sitar. <laughs> I know that's not where you were going with it, but... <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all. Uh, yeah, that Chakran release was, was a big one for you. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I know that the last one I wanted to talk about was Stray from the Path, and... I'm where I feel like the right way to say it is that I was blown away by the new Stray from the Path because it absolutely is fucking sick. Um, what the fuck is that song again? I know I'm the worst. I'm the worst with song titles. Um, terrible. My God, I'm the fucking worst. Um, I, I, what even was that? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna fire me right now? I'm gonna fire the fuck out of you. Um, you want to talk about old releases, dude? This came out in uh, September 25th, and honestly, just fucking check that shit out. It's uh, actions. Where the fuck did it go? Yo, Spotify. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo. Spotify. What the fuck? And it's gone. Um, and it's gone. Uh, and it's gone. Oh my god. It's actions something something. Um, so I think that concludes the releases because there really hasn't been that much that came out in the last week or to two weeks. Um, yeah. So if there is something that you want us to talk about on the show, please send us an email or fucking hit us up in person. Like, on our socials, on Facebook. In We're person. Just, in person, yeah. <laughs> hey, you go! Hey, you go! Pull you want to hear some new music? I got something for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that concludes the uh, new releases. Uh, we'll be right back after this uh, brief message to talk about the topic of the week. Bye. Bye. And we're back. We're back. So I know that you're hella hyped to know what our topic of the week is going to be. So this week, after much deliberation, I decided to talk about how, how annoying it is that in this era of death metal that we still find a reason to have misogyny as a topic in death metal. <sighs> oh, shit. Kyle, where are you? Where are you, Kyle? 
I apologize. We seem to be experiencing some technical difficulties. So, <clears throat> where are you, Kyle? That work. There we go. <laughs> All there right. he is. All right, so I'll 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 take it from the top. You ready? Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> okay, shit. <Sorry. laughs> Mid stroke there. Shit. Um uh, it was a big ass stroke. Yeah, dude. I'm like I'm fucking broken now. Um <laughs> so uh, we have decided that this week's topic is going to be the annoying prevalence of misogyny for lyrical content in death metal over the last 30 years. Despite how many things we have to be angry to talk about, we still find a reason to talk about women in the uh, most negative way possible. Okay. <laughs> My favorite one, really, is slut shaming. Like... Like, I'm a little fucking tired of it, to be honest with you. While one of my favorite songs in death metal or deathcore, if you really want to get that that uptight about it, is Whore to a Chainsaw by Thy Art is Murder. Great song. Could do without those lyrics, though. Probably should have been saying anything else. Could swap out <laughs> those lyrics for just saying, I'm a little teapot short and stout, and I'd still be into it. Okay. <laughs> well, to be fair, I've been listening to a lot of kids' music lately. This guy doesn't ever fucking stop. It's nonstop kids' music. Gotcha. So, I mean, was that a yeah. sufficient definition for you, Kyle? That's a definite. <laughs> <laughs> good definition. There you go. Oh, man. Um, honestly, it just kind of pisses me off from time to time when I hear that kind of shit in a song, because then I feel less interested in listening to that song. Like even CJ from Die Art is Murder doesn't want to perform any of the old stuff because of how much um, the previous vocalist had misogynistic views in their lyrics. So what do you think? I mean, I can see that. I mean, yes. Uh, I mean, I can understand like, Yes, I do not like it. I, I don't like the misogynist stuff. But I can see where where you can go through a time in your life where you're like, fuck this woman, blah, blah, blah. Like, I can see that part. But it's, it's yeah, it's not, it's like a face. It's kind of like a face. I can see. <sighs> yeah. It's, it's definitely really something that, like, you would definitely see more often um, among youth. Like, you know, like, I guess, you know, someone's going through, like, a really tough breakup. And so I mean, everything I, is somehow the woman's fault. Yeah, I've done it. I mean, I mean, I've been to that. I've been down that path. But obviously, I mean, I can't say it. I mean, there was, yes, it was her fault, and yes, it was mine, but it was 
there's like it, it's similar differences that we both had. I'm not going to get into that, but we we had very different different things of what we agreed on what we disagreed on, but yeah, I can see myself going into a misogynist kind of vibe for like a brief period of time. But yeah, like I I understand. I I more or less see it as a phase, honestly. And, And the sad part is, is I think that it can, it will continue to exist because of how relatable it is to in particular incels. Um, because some there's a lot of guys that blame women for not being able to get laid or to I don't know get a girlfriend like it's somehow everyone else's fault except for maybe just just take a look in the mirror except yeah. the dad bod and uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know maybe more like granddad bod because a lot of incels look like shit um, you know full on neck beard troping. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But somehow it's the women's fault because you have no personality whatsoever. Like, I don't know. And then to go on, like, when 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 referring to women as sluts, whores, and bitches is just like, I don't know. It, it's very prevalent in rap music, but I would have thought that, like, I would have thought that metal would be better than that. That's just, that's my biggest thing is that I really do think that metal is better than that. I mean, yeah, but th- there is some genres that go into that more, more or less, like really into those type of lyrics. What do you mean? I mean, th- there was a video that I sent you for Pagefire. It was like to make grindcore or make like so and so, like how to make videos, and it went over the lyrics of, "Oh, this is how to make this lyric." There, these lyrics are based on racism. Ba ba ba. And this genre really hates women, like really hates women. Like, yeah. And I can't remember where the fuck, I can't remember what video that was or what genre it was, but one genre in particular really hates women. <laughs> like really, it's really hates probably women. gore grind. As probably. much as I hate to say it, it's probably gore grind. But to be fair, I mean, they have such a small, like, um, target audience that like, oh, okay. That's going to work for them. And it doesn't even matter what they're saying because we're not really listening to the music for the lyrical content when you're listening to Gore Grind. Yeah. You're, you're listening for the sheer brutality of everything that's going on and the noise. Yeah. Noise. Yeah. Um, noise core. <laughs> big fucking facts. Um, because I, I just, I, the way I look at it, it's almost as bad as racism in music. Yeah, it's getting. Yeah, it turns me off the same way that racism would turn me off to a band. Yeah. Yep. Nazi punks need to fuck off. Facts. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that type of person. I I, I hate racism. I I mostly hate racism. Uh, racism and like molestation of children that is like the my biggest fucking pet peeve of everybody like those are my two biggest pet peeve fucking pedophilia I get that definitely that, that is like the biggest fucking pet peeve I've, I've had ever i um it was recently explained to me oh and we never talked about the new um shrine of malice track i'm just realizing that <sighs> 
<laughs> I sent that to you. Did you listen to that? I don't think you sent that to me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You don't, don't remember sent me sending me. it to you. I sent it's you the music video. It's either you sent it to me and I listened to it and completely forgot about it, or you didn't send me it at all. No, you, you told me you'd listen to it after work. But in any case, oh, this is not about that, that one. Yeah, I didn't listen to that. No, <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not. Oh, and the yeah, truth I, rears its ugly head. All right. Anyway, um, anyway, um, I, I saw on a couple of forums that there were some black suns, um, as uh, imagery in in the band, like all the members had black sons, and it's interesting to me to note that like Alex Terrible of Slaughter to Prevail, he had a black sun tattoo across his uh, chest or um, stomach area. He had it all blacked out because it's it's pretty well known that that's um, associated with Nazi uh, the Nazi uh, belief system and. A lot of people take from Nazi occultism and uh, incorporate that into Satanism. And sometimes distinguishing the difference can be tough for people that just don't know that Satanism pulls from many different um, sources. But to see if I when people see shit like that, it is a big turnoff. Like all of Egypt or not Egypt, a lot of European countries won't let Slaughter to Prevail play because they think that... <laughs> They think that Alex is a huge fucking racist and a Nazi. So. <laughs> it's like, unfortunate because like he did a whole video talking about it. Of course, it was in Russian, so I had to read the subtitles. But yeah, um, I mean, I can see like I can see why he blacked it out. But I can also see like a different symbolism in Black Sun. I can I can like see a different symbolism in it. The thing like, that a lot of people I don't think realize is that Nazis took their occultism from many other places too. So like, you know, the fucking swastika that you see and yeah, immediately it's associate. Jewish, yeah. Is it Jewish or is it um Buddhist? I it's don't either it's either Hindu, Jewish, or Buddha. It's one of the two. I can't remember. If you know what it is, send us an email to the New Music Podcast. Give us a fucking history lesson. I'll read it. I don't give a shit. Um but, but yeah, it was it was. I know that it's they one of the that two. symbol and it inverted it, which in theory sounds like a very satanic thing to do to take something um, inherently peaceful and flip it and reverse it. Um, but obviously, Nazis were up to some really bad shit, so it's not quite the same thing. Um, it's it's unfortunate, really, because Nazis kind of made it really fucking hard for a lot of people with certain belief systems um to be right. proud of their symbolism um but it's weird we started off with misogyny and we found our way over to racism i think that's a more uh, more touchy topic for the two of us than yeah We're, than yeah misogyny. yeah that's a little bit of a different topic um <laughs> Personally, I'm like the kind of guy who, if I just if I hear somebody disrespecting women, it boils my blood, and like oh, I immediately go into fight mode. <sighs> yeah, I I don't I don't like misogyny at all, at all. Um, there's there, there's a lot of things that tick me right off. I mean, obviously, but the main things is misogynist and racism and pedophilia. 
that that has to be the biggest pet peeves that I have. And you know what I find interesting is that Infant Annihilator can touch on those topics and somehow still make it like in a way that's entertaining, yeah. but not like you know we're writing about it because we're you know just writing about it. No, we're it's it's made from a different perspective than that. Yeah, and. Um, I do feel like there are some bands that could touch on, you know, misogynistic views for a hot second to demonstrate, um, to, to make a point. But then I can also see other bands that just straight up are like slut shaming just because they want to slut shame. Like, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Look, you fuck who you want to fuck. It's not for me to judge. Yeah, but if you're uh, if you're handing them out, man, Kyle could use a. Use a I could use a lot of it. <laughs> I could use a lot of it. Just needs a quick little reach around. That's all I'm saying. It won't last long. Don't worry. <laughs> I feel like that state. Oh my god, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. <sighs> I feel like part of what we just said was misogynistic in a way. But you know what? We love you. We love you. Well, no matter what you do, continue to sell your your nudes on Instagram. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't give a shit about that either. Am I supposed to like hop on it or am I supposed to be mad about it? I don't give a shit. Am I supposed to hop on it or actually look at free fucking shit on Pornhub? Like, come on. (laughs) Like, what? Come on. In a way, I kind of, I'm supportive of it because, you know, if you've got something, like, it it could be your foot in the door to getting into the porn industry. Like, why why the fuck would I care about that? Um, Fuck. But I think, I think we've really ran off with this topic. So I think that concludes the uh, topic of the week. Yes. Um, feel free to shoot us an email at the new music podcast at gmail.com. Um, say anything. I don't give a shit. Just send us an email. Um, <laughs> hit us up on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all the socials. Um, I feel like I'm missing something here. What am I missing, Kyle? Oh, uh, yeah. that, <laughs> that, I don't, I have no idea. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, more interviews to come and we'll see you next week. Deuces. Bye. Bye. I never hit stop recording.